Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today at the Grow Rich Podcast. My name is Gabriel Motorelli, and in this episode, I am going to be talking about uh, six places where you can market your business online right now during COVID-19. Okay, so a lot of places in, the, in Canada and the United States are reopening slowly, but that might change. Uh, just from what I can see in the news, it uh, looks like they're worried. They're, you know, scientists, I guess, are worried that there will be another spike. So we may have to wait even longer to reopen the economy, essentially. Uh, so this is affecting a lot of businesses okay um, right now what businesses need is uh, affordable ways to advertise their businesses and also they need uh, ways to leverage online um, the uh, online sources for income if you're able to I, I talked about this in a previous episode if you're able to adjust your business in such a way that you can leverage online sources for uh, for income do it as soon as possible if you haven't done so because this this um, this situation that we're in may take longer. Okay, the economy might not reopen uh, for a while, but the online economy is open. Okay, and you can you can take advantage of that. You can you can you can uh, get another. Uh, you can get take advantage of that and set up a. You can set up a situation where, in the future, if something happens like this again, you already have a way to make money through uh, the internet. Okay, so. Do it if you can. If you can't do it because of the nature of your business, I'm sorry. Uh, it's unfor- That's unfortunate, and you know, uh, you know, just uh, I I wish you all the best, of course, because I'm not sure exactly what's going on right now. Um, I would never recommend someone to go take out a loan um, for their business because you still gotta pay that loan back, and we don't know how long this is gonna last. Um, so depending on, yeah, it's really tough for a lot of businesses right now, especially if you, if you own a, a brick and mortar store right now uh, and you rely, that relies heavily on the uh, passerby traffic. Yeah. And you're not an essential, you're not deemed an essential business or one of the businesses that can reopen right now. It, it's going to be really tough, but anyways, um, so I'm going to talk about, uh, these strategies that you can use right now, these these avenues that you can use to market your business. And, um, you know, if you have any questions at the end of the episode, uh, the email address to send your questions to are info, I-N-F-O, at techhelp.ca. That's uh, techhelp with two H's. Okay. All right, so number one is social media. Okay, so right now, more people are on social media because of COVID-19. People need things to do. They're bored, so they're browsing a lot. They're browsing platforms. In fact, uh, Facebook and Twitter are experiencing a surge in uh, in usage right now. Uh, this, this was uh, they they both reported this officially that their traffic have increased uh, because of COVID nineteen, which which is to be expected. Um, when you when you when you have nothing else to do, um, yeah, you might go out for exercise here and there, but when you're home, there's only so many movies you can watch, which that area is also increasing. Netflix is, more people are using Netflix right now, by the way, um, and other media uh, streaming services as well, uh, seeing an uptick, uh, upward in traffic. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so, but, but with the social, but it all makes sense, right? You have, not, people have nothing to do. They're gonna, they're gonna do more of that, okay? 
um, because people are bored. Okay, so that's a so social media is a good place to market your business right now. Um, it's pretty cheap uh, if you use Facebook. Um, you have to know a little bit about you have to kind of know what you're doing with that. But Facebook makes it a little easy for you to get it. Uh, so if you follow the instructions uh, and pay attention as you go through uh, Ads Manager on Facebook, you should be able to uh, put out some marketing. Probably costs you maybe twenty-five to a hundred dollars a month to market uh, market your services there. Uh, you got to be strategic though when you're marketing on social media because when you're marketing on social media, you have to focus on evoking emotions rather than being direct salesy. Okay, when you direct sell something on social media, that only works for certain types of products. Like if you're selling an item that you have to ship to people, like maybe, <coughs> excuse me, like maybe you're selling a, uh, maybe you're selling a, maybe you're selling clothes, right? Those can do well on Facebook if you just direct selling them. But if you're in the B2B space, you can't direct sell. You gotta push content. You gotta push something that that evokes emotion in some way. And even when you're selling on Facebook, like a, a product, like a pen or anything like that, you still gotta draw on that, draw out that emotion from people. Because if people don't react to your post, they don't pay attention. Okay, that's how social media works. Everyone's just surfing it, looking for something that distracts them. And it, it's it's. That's just how it is. So you got to find a way to evoke emotion on your ad copy uh, when you put it out there. Okay. Uh, number two here. Um, okay, number two, become a publisher on your website and other websites. So there's a lot of people online. So the more you publish, you're going to reach those people. That, that, you know, Traffic surge is not just happening on Facebook. It's also happening on Google, Bing. Duck, duck, go. All the search engines are experiencing a traffic surge as well because people are using them more. So you can leverage that by, if you haven't started a blog yet, you can start a blog on, on, on your website and you can start publishing on your website. But you shouldn't just publish on your website, you should also publish on other, other websites too. So now it's a good time to reach out to other, other, uh, other websites and say, Hey, you know, I want to contribute a blog to your, to your, you know, I want to contribute a blog, a blog post to your, to your blog, right? Or, or an article to your blog. Now is a good time to do that. Um, but I'm just going to add something here. So when you're looking for websites that you want to contribute content to, okay, you need to pay attention to these things. You got to make sure they have these things. These things are all lined up, okay? The website uh, should serve all or some of your target audience, okay? So you, you have to share an audience, but they shouldn't be a direct competitor, okay? Um, let me see, what's a good example here? Okay, so if you, uh, if you are a digital marketer and you publish an article on a business blog, a general business blog, that general business blog is not a comp direct competitor of you, and but that general business blog does share your your target audience. You see, so you you can contribute content to that blog without um, 
without uh, creating a conflict of interest. Now, outreach is not easy. We do offer that service. If you're interested, uh, send an email over uh, to info at techhelp.ca and uh, we'll talk about doing outreach for you. If that's the route you want to go with your business, if you want to uh, not just publish on your blog, but you want to also publish on other websites as well that have a lot of traffic. So, um, because they are also experiencing a surge in traffic. Everyone is getting a little increase in traffic right now because more people are using uh, the internet. Okay, uh, number three, uh, you can go full SEO strategy. So you can use SEO. I've talked about SEO a lot on this uh, on this podcast uh, on this podcast, but um, you can just dive right into SEO if that's something that you th- you think it's going to help your business. Uh, SEO right now is actually one of the best ways to market your business without having to throw a lot of money on advertising. Okay, yeah, you're still paying for SEO. SEO is not free, but it's cheaper than what you would pay if you were advertising on, let's say, um, Google pay-per-click, right? So it all depends on what your budget is like. Um, If you have a good enough budget, sure, Pay-per-click is probably the best way to go or some other method that should get you returns right away because SEO does take about two to three months. I would say three months, anywhere from one to three months to start seeing results. Uh, you can start seeing results in one month, but if you, but tangible, like results that really yield ROI, it, it could take at least three months, depending on the, on your situation. I mean, some local companies, uh, when when a lot of businesses were open, in one month, you know, you'll see a lot of results really quickly, okay? All right, so go full SEO strategy. If it's going to help, help your situation, do it. Uh, okay, number four, live video marketing. So, um... I've been seeing a lot of people do Facebook Live. People that didn't do Facebook Live before and people that didn't do LinkedIn Live before. I'm getting notifications every day right now that they're doing that. These are people that I follow because I respect them and a lot of the work that they do. But I noticed that and I watch them, I watch these people and I noticed that a lot of them now are doing live video marketing. And when the when the when the big guys are doing it, it's, it means I, I got to investigate it. There's got to be something there. So live video marketing right now, <clears throat> you know, whether you're using Facebook Live, um, YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, uh, right now, um, that is going to get you more views right now because more people are online. Again, more people are online. So these platforms typically send notifications to your followers And if you don't have followers, people can discover you on the platform, okay? Especially YouTube, people can discover you. Let's say you're talking about a specific topic that gets a lot of searches and you are live. Sometimes people will discover you and they'll start listening, okay? So start doing live videos. And then the good part about this is that when you do live uh, videos for marketing purposes, um, you also, the platform saves the saves the video, so you can repub you can publish the video later, 
and that video will just st stay on the plat on the platforms that you publish it. You can publish it later, download it, whatever. It's your it's your property. You can can use it for other. Uh, you can repurpose it for other things, which is really cool. Okay, but one thing I'll say about when you're doing live video marketing on social platforms, because YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, these are all social platforms at the end of the day. You have to make sure that you're not coming off as just, you know, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, right? People don't like that, okay? Uh, it's unfortunate, but people don't like that anymore, right? People don't like that. They... Uh, people want to trust you before they even make a move. So you want to provide value with whatever content that you're you're producing. So you want to meet that sweet spot. So uh, there, there's three people that want something here or three parties. Okay. The first one is you. You want people to buy your product. The second one is the user. The user wants to extract value. Well, let's, let's put it this way. The user wants to know that whatever they're watching, listening to, reading will provide some kind of value to them. And then you have the platform, such as YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. They want you, they want essentially the same thing the user wants. So they want you to provide value to their users because the user is their customer. They need users to keep coming back to use their platform. Now, if you can meet that sweet spot where you provide value to the user in a way that keeps the platforms happy and you're still able to plug your products in maybe at the beginning and the end or just at the end, great. You're meeting, you're satisfying all three parties involved. You'll do really well, okay? You should anyways. Okay, number four. Um, start an affiliate program okay so this one is a little bit more complex okay but um i think a lot of you know what affiliate what an affiliate program is but i'm gonna i'm gonna explain anyways so an affiliate program is when you set up a system that allows other people to promote your products so you give them a portion of the sale so you give them commission so if you can set up an affiliate program it, it doesn't have to be too complicated but it, it when you when 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 you the thing about affiliate program is depending on your product it can be complicated but it doesn't have to be complicated all the time okay I'll give you an example um, if you are a writer you can just have something on your website and email a bunch of people that you think will be um, let me just mute that uh, I don't know if you guys heard that but that was a notification that just came up but if you can contact a bunch of people that you think will be interested in promoting your services and then you tell them hey i'm going to give you 20 percent for every sale you bring my way no problem they send you the sale you confirm that the sale happened and you send them the money okay so it could be as simple as that depending on how much volume you're dealing with and stuff like that but if you're going to start an affiliate program you want volume you want a lot of people marketing your products so one of the best things you can do if you have if you have some money set aside for this, I don't think it's that expensive, um, but you're still gonna have to market your affiliate program, of course, is to use an affiliate network. Affiliate networks like Commission Junction, uh, ClickBank, um, CJ.com. Oh, sorry, CJ.com is actually Commission Junction. Uh, share a sale, 
uh, and all the other affiliate networks there, you can use their, their platform essentially. They provide all the tools you'll need to get other people to start promoting your products so that way you can give them commission. So they give you all those tools so you don't have to build your own uh, software. Okay, you don't have to build your own platform that uh, that um, that uh, records tracks, data, and stuff like that for affiliate for affiliates that are for people that are promoting your products and making sure that everyone's getting paid. So you can do that, but again, it doesn't have to be complicated. You can literally just reach out to the to twenty people that you know have traffic come in their way and give them an offer. Say, if you send me a business, I will give you this much every uh, every time for each sale. I'll give you 20% for each sale. And if those people are receiving a lot of traffic and they're not able to provide the service or the product that you offer, to them, that's just extra revenue. If they have customers that could use, could use your services and they are confident that you can you will, because no one wants to look bad, right? So they have to be confident that you can do the work, that you can you can service that customer and make sure you provide, You can. they want to be confident that you can provide excellent experience to that customer. And if they're confident that you can provide that, they'll send those, those people your way and uh, you can both make money out of the deal. Okay, last one, number six, email marketing. That's right, cold email is not dead. Okay. Cold email is not dead. In fact, I was cold emailing uh, just a few days ago. Okay, so, uh, and then I got busy, and then I had to stop <laughs> because I had to go do. I have to. I got busy doing other things, but yeah, cold email is not dead. So cold email, uh, it, it could take. It takes longer to get the results that you want, but cold email as much as you can. Okay. Uh, um, Make sure your copy. The thing about cold email is uh, you gotta inject a little bit of empathy in your emails. Don't send your email. You know, don't. Here's the thing. Don't. You you have to consider the other person. The other person is busy. They're doing all things. They're dealing with all the other stuff. All all maybe they're dealing with similar stuff like you, or they're dealing with other things. Okay. You have to put yourself in the recipient's shoes and write your email from that perspective. You need to. Craft things in a way that benefits them too. It, it can't be just one way, okay? Um, yes, you want them to buy your products or services, but you can still provide value to them in some way, okay? And, and also just, you know, again, just a little bit of empathy will go a long way. Uh, you don't want to come across as entitled, you know, I'm sending you this email if you need my services. The thing about cold email is most people that you send email to will not need your services. That's why it takes a long time sometimes, not all the time, depending on what you're pushing. Sometimes it takes a really long time to get one person. You get, you probably, Sometimes you have to email a thousand people just to get one person because cold email is essentially... <clears throat> It's a marketing strategy that essentially tries to uh, create a need for your for your products and services. It, it's not like inbound marketing where you're already you're targeting people that already have a need for your products and services. So there's a difference. So you go into cold, but you should be cold emailing nonetheless, especially right now because all that stuff piles up. 
by by the end of the week, uh, by the end of the year, if you emailed uh, five thousand prospects by the end of the year, and another the next year, like all that stuff piles up. That's five thousand people that know about your business that didn't know you existed before. Okay. All right. All right. Another way you can use email marketing. Uh, that is not cold email is obviously is the obvious one uh, nurture prospects okay nurture your prospects um, you know if you already have a website and you're getting subscribers uh, email marketing is a good way to nurture those those prospects remember your subscribers are not leads until they show an interest in your products so by sending information to people that helps them move closer to having to uh, show an interest of your, of your product that helps them move along to becoming uh, paying customers. Email is a great way to do that. And also you can use email marketing to stay in touch with uh, existing customers as well. You can engage your existing customers. Right now people are not coming to your store if you own a brick and mortar store, but you can still engage them through email. Okay, all right, I, th I think that's it. I think we're good. All right, um, so uh, last thing I'm going to say is just uh, better to start now, okay? I mean, COVID-19 is kicking kicking our butts right now, but um, it's best to start now, start implementing some, some of these strategies, some of, some of these uh, tactics that we're discussing on the podcast. Um, uh, if, you look, if you check out previous episodes, I think two episodes behind or so, I, talked about, I think I talked about this uh, as well. Uh, maybe three episodes behind this one, uh, but yeah, if you check, if you check, check out the titles. I'm sure I've I've talked about this before. I've talked about ways that you can leverage, you can leverage um, uh, the internet as a as an additional revenue source. So uh, start now. It's not too late to start. Okay, start now. Um, and that that's it for this for this episode. If you guys have any questions, again, send 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 me an email. Uh, info at techhelp.ca. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.